Breaking it down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Ransom Notes. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Kathy Ransom is the author of the book, Ransom Notes, and the subject of a documentary. Uh, she was the subject of a uh, lengthy radio series before she became the host of her own radio uh, series and podcast, slash podcast, and, uh, and she writes Ransom Notes and has made the term Ransom Notes a very positive thing and, of course, always faith-based. Kathy Ransom, how are you? Well, I'm having a great day. Do you realize that Today, we are basically one-twelfth of the way through the year 2023. It does not seem possible that a month has already gone. But in Illinois, we're on this day that we're recording our program. We are having uh, weather that's 10 degrees, 12 degrees. I keep wanting snow, though. I want a little snow because this old lady... You, you will never guess what she wants to do. You want a sled? Well, no, I would do that, too. <laughs> but I, I don't have a sled anymore. We left it at home when we moved to Concordia. I want to go outside, and I want to make a little a little snow person. And I want to put a carrot in for its nose and, and two grapes for its eyes. I just think it would be fun to make another snowman before I wasn't able to do that. But we don't have enough snow. And when it does come, the ground has been so warm that it melts almost as soon as it hits the ground. So I have to put off that. But I have a question for you. Yeah. What kind of, not the name of a person, but what kind of an individual do you, personality-wise or whatever, do you find the most difficult to discuss, have a discussion with about anything that's really meaningful or, or tough? Well, I would think that somebody who, who's got a closed mind to, to new ideas, uh, in other words, somebody that, uh, that is so buried and entrenched in their beliefs, and that doesn't mean to somebody who has great faith. If somebody tries to convince you against your faith, you're going to have a hard time with that. But, I, but when somebody brings up new ideas uh i i always try to open my mind and and act like i'm a student learning it so i, I have a the most difficult time uh communicating with somebody who is uh who is very close-minded and almost antagonistic and sort of uh, uh gruff and rough i also have trouble if they don't smile just a little bit because a little smile sort of softens it up now, is it easier for you, just following that discussion, is it easier for you to build good relationships, and, and now I'm meaning conversation type, and easy friendships, I don't mean other kind of relationships, is it, do you find it easier to do that with youth or adults, and the 21st century, has that made it more or less difficult because I know you were born in the 20th century along with some of the rest of us. Yeah. Is, do you think it's easier or harder to communicate with people today? And do you find it harder to talk with kids or with seniors or whatever? Well, I'll, I'll just say this. I have, uh, I have four children. My wife and I have four children. The youngest is 19. 
The oldest is 30. So we have a, you know, we have a little bit of a, a, a gap there. And my take is when when they get, and, and again, I can't stereotype, I can't uh, group it all together, but the, the people that are between the ages of, of 21 and 24, I have found that uh, they, many of them are, are set in their ways, like the, the, what were the millennials during that period. And I used to say, I, I hope I know, uh, and, and by the time life is over, half as much as what the average 22-year-old thinks they know. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I used to say that all the time. But I'll say this, as they get a little older, as, uh, as those same 24-year-olds become closer to 30, they start wanting to know different things this is when they start paying taxes and when they're they're starting to have their relationships and they're starting to uh maybe choose a mate or they're having children or they're having job situations um then all of a sudden uh, the young person becomes a little more open-minded and then the real young people i think uh, to me are, are, are sponges and and you know this generation this generation z or or whatever it is af after that um, there, so I I think that that I'm going to say young rather than older because older people have have lived their lives they lived a certain way and you're not going to convince them one way or the other. So I'm going to say younger, but I don't know if you're going to agree with me. Well, I just think we need to uh, try to have communication with all ages, and I think probably the younger partially we don't have as many crossover. Uh, things that we do together, uh, what what they're doing as 12, 15, 18-year-olds are very different than what we did when we were 12, 15, 18 years old. And so they're living in a different world. We recently, and, and I remember when growing up as a child uh, and as a young person, we had worshiped together and, and groups of children weren't necessarily isolated from adults. And teens sat in the worship service, and we met at, and we even had a Bible study in our home because that was, uh, we didn't have a church building that we had access to all the time. So we'd have 25 or 30 people at our home on Wednesday night, and it was mixed age. So we sort of had an opportunity as kids to talk to adults. And we tried something recently that I think we're going to try to repeat at our church here, um, that uh, one Sunday, the class that I teach, the high school and junior high kids in our church offered to fix a breakfast for us. They fixed a beautiful one. And then after we had eaten a bite, we're sitting at tables with about seven or eight people at a table, and we made sure that we had seniors and youth at each table. We introduced ourselves. We had them introduce them themselves at the table, not the whole group, because that takes too long, and it's too large, and people can't hear. And then we started throwing out three or four questions and topics for these groups to discuss at the table and they first of all told a little bit about themselves and that was because this is the first time it's happened and we just wanted to sort of get them comfortable about talking to a, a senior with white hair or a kid that still you know hardly knows anything about real life right. and all of that and 
we then we we add uh, after we'd had two or three of those you know what do you do for fun and how do you relax and you know things that are very generic that we felt everybody would have some response we then um had we wanted each adult to share one thought of wisdom one piece of wisdom that they'd really like to share with youth and then we turned the tables and we asked each of the youth to ask a question that they'd like to ask of the adults so we were trying to sort of get past their into their comfort zone and get some communication going because when we look at the scriptures we just know that we have to talk to each other that we have to be able to share and our next one the, the adults will furnish the food and we'll try to get uh the level of questions and discussion items raise them up we gave them one scripture and they were supposed to try to sort of uh share what that scripture meant because we wanted to make sure there was some bible base to that that particular period of time but it was really readiness for where i hope it goes to and i don't know does it sound like something you could do in your community ever or is that not even a sensible idea i think it's a great idea that's a wonderful idea the you know the kids all are so good at uh using electronic communication and and when we think about the and, and that's a different way to talk but when we think about the early church uh frank they the scriptures are very clear that they broke bread together they had communion together that and, and it's it's important for us to reach out to these strangers we had a, a person that was in the class I taught who did some very bad things and he is in prison but I we really work hard to try and communicate with him to share to send uh, ransom notes to him each week yeah. so that that he could he's lonely he made a mistake he acknowledges it but we've made mistakes too maybe they just wasn't breaking the law but we certainly have made some mistakes in our life then we have one person in our class who is as near homeless as you can be without being homeless and that's been a real challenge he comes in a couple of us have decided he needs something to eat so we just happen to have a little bag of goodies that we sit in front of him and before you know it it's all gone and uh, uh he we we try to have conversations we're trying to get the class to be willing to say something to him so he doesn't feel like an isolate my mom was so good at communicating with people she didn't know and we always had almost every sunday had a guest or somebody that broke bread with us at home when we got home after church so my my encouragement to our listeners today is step out of your comfort zone find somebody you don't know that needs to have a friend and then introduce that friend to the lord if you can i love it i just uh, i think it's the most wonderful thought you could you could uh you could pass along find somebody lonely and uh and embrace them that's amazing someone in the need that's right i have a closing fact for yes. us today okay this you have to listen sort of carefully okay. this is something that's good for all of us all of us could take a lesson from the weather it pays no attention to criticism <laughs> that is terrific
And sometimes we do need to listen to criticism, but we still be, need to keep doing not always is criticism appropriate. I had this, I had included this in uh, some material I sent out to a large group the other day in some writing I was doing. And the friend wrote back and uh, said he liked my weather report, but that he had had to take some criticism and do something about it. And he finally had the courage to do it. And he said it was one of the best things he'd ever done. So sometimes we do need to take criticism but sometimes we become too sensitive. Have a great week. Well, you too, Kathy, and, and to all of you, uh, uh, just wonderful words of wisdom each and every week. Uh, and, and as uh, uh, Kathy said, uh, there are people out there who, uh, who need to be reached out to, and uh, what a wonderful idea it is with, uh, with her group. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see everyone next time on Ransom Notes. You've been listening to Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. The most intriguing talk in talk radio. Talk radio.